Valentine's Day already or Cupid's be buzzing in my ear? Mm, sorry to disappoint you guys, but neither. Basically, someone took the lyrics of the song and literally implemented it like a practical chemistry experiment. Oh, or biology, is it? No, wait. Is it human anatomy? Oh, God. This poop is really confusing, but what I'm about to say is not. Someone brought up a permanent solution to the problem of getting rejected multiple times in love. That chick doesn't give you her love? No problem, amigos. Just cut her heart out when she dies and keep it with you for the rest of your life you have left. You're a doctor? Even better. Precision, precision. And don't tell nobody you got the idea from me. No. Put your hands on your head oh. and get down on the ground. Oh, oh, wait, but, but, but it is a true fact. It's a, it's a true fact. You are going to be placed under arrest. Oh, oh, you have oh. The right to no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Watch your head as you enter the vehicle. Ah. There was a misunderstanding between me and the cops, but now we are fine. I promise. Because I had to tell them the story of how the heart, the precious heart of one of the most beautiful and influential queens of England went missing after she was executed by beheading for grave charges like being bold and beautiful. On the orders of her own husband. Ooh, toxicity detected. We are talking about the queen whose death brought significant doubts over the administration of English royalty and her death marked the start of the English Reformation. The mother of probably the most famous and strongest queen that England had ever seen, Queen Elizabeth, the second wife of King Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn. Hold that excitement a little bit because we will be diving deep into the mystery of her stolen heart with your cool host Sony with an eye in her cooler show Traveling Tushy in just a small non-toxic break. Be right back. I, for a fact, strongly believe in the phrase that all the beauty lies in the subtlety. If that is a phrase at all. You know, you always find the most beautiful places in the world hidden in a very concealed, forgotten small town or village. So is our forgotten cell, a small village in Norfolk, England, the place where Anne Boleyn was born and possibly the place where her heart is now. I mean, literally. Anne Boleyn was the daughter of Sir Thomas Boleyn, who later became the Earl of Wiltshire and Ormond, and his wife, Lady Elizabeth Howard. They were really prominent figures then, and Anne's father had purchased the Blickling Hall before Anne was born, and some even believe that she was born in Blickling Hall. Well, anyway, back in England, 
Anne lived at the royal court and served as a maid of honor to Catherine of Aragon, the wife of King Henry VIII, who later went on to become Anne's husband too. Well, the world is small for royalty. I mean, those people were really messed up. Anne had a very short affair with Henry Percy, the son of the Earl of Northumberland. And I wonder which dating apps they used. I mean, okay, they might have had an app only for the royals named Quinder or Kinder. I don't know, something like that, which brings me to the realization that they were not so technologically advanced. And I have never sounded any stupider. But that affair was very short-lived and was cut off by the most infamous villains of almost all love stories. The father. He disapproved and they broke up or uh, stopped courting. Her beauty almost immediately caught the eye of King Henry VIII, why am I not surprised, who was introduced to Anne through her sister Mary, who happened to be one of the mistresses of the ruling king himself. I mean, this dude has no control at all. Even my one-year-old dog has more self-control than him. So, anyway, quite surprisingly, he started wooing her with his love letters and... What I think followed from there was a very romantic, almost perverted love story between Anne and King Henry, which eventually, of course, led to marriage. Often, we are really desperate to go after the things that are not easy to get. I know, we've all been there. But you know what they say, never chase. King Henry, even though generations apart, had the same love book, I think, or probably we still follow the same policy as them. Or You know how it goes. Well, in one of the king's letters, Henry promised to make Anne his only mistress. Oh. Anne, however, rejected the king's offer. Yeah, you go, girl. As a consequence, Henry sought to annul his marriage to Catherine, his legitimate wife so that he could marry Anne, but getting an annulment wasn't that easy for him and it took him six long years to get it done. Anne must have been really worth that wait, I hope. But after the divorce, Henry did not have to wait long because he got Anne pregnant, (laughs) intelligence, and decided to marry her against all odds and the couple welcomed who would become one of the most influential queens of all the time, Queen Elizabeth, in September that same year. But all good things come to an end. Suddenly, our hopeless romantic lover King Henry starts disliking and detesting even the presence of Anne around him. So much so that he charges her with false accusations and orders her executed. But why? I mean, he waited six long years to finally get her to marry him. So what happened to all those promises? Did he just lose interest or was it just something else? And what is the story behind this heart all of a sudden going missing from her body after her death? Every ounce of that suspense is going to unravel after a very short and spooky break and there ain't gonna be any Ghostbusters coming to your rescue today. 
and don't forget you are listening to traveling tushi with your not so spooky host sony with an i i uh, oh i only get spooky if you spell my name wrong ah just kidding i never get spooky be right back You're listening to WCUG Cougar Radio. By the students, for the students. WCUG is a student-led and student-run station that serves the Columbus community and beyond. These programs and projects help the student volunteers and staff be prepared for a career in content creation, marketing, media management, and more. We are happy you take the time to listen to 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. Thanks. Welcome back guys. How are you doing? It is going to be good for you guys if you get used to it now. So, before the break, I gave you guys my word that I am going to slowly unravel the mystery behind the sudden change of King Henry's behavior that led to her execution and the case of her missing heart. So, let's not waste any more time and hold on to your smoothies tightly cuz this ride is gonna get bumpy. Now, we are going to be coming to the most controversial and dented facts of why Anne's glory and grace had to cease abruptly. There were a lot of petty charges imposed on her to cover up the actual fact perhaps, her inability to give a male heir. Well, sadly, it is still a thing. You know, I I guess no matter how much we evolve it probably is going to be a thing anyway so this was kind of the reason why henry lost interest in ann eventually and barely a year after marrying her was already having affairs with two of the queens maid of honor i mean again why am i not surprised the two women were margaret shelton and jane samore who eventually became Henry's third wife. Poor Anne. Anne was furious with the king when she found out what he has been doing with her maids. Henry on the other hand grew increasingly frustrated with Anne's jealousy and defended his adultery as he had done before by claiming that he was doing so with the aim of producing a male heir. Needless to say the king and queen grew more and more hostile with each passing day and their marriage eventually broke down the last straw for henry being the stillborn child the male child in 1536 and he felt this was a good enough reason to get rid of ann wow i don't know what's more disturbing ann's helplessness or henry's justifications and did not have much proficient influence from any powerful monarch like Henry's first wife so Henry had no pressure about what to do with Anne and leisurely decided to have Anne executed irony of the situation is that charges like high treason adultery and incest were pressed against her and she was convicted and sent to the tower of london as a prisoner waiting for her execution i mean What did you use mate to get this high? 
care to share some, please? There was a lot of drama that happened while the trial and after the conviction whose details, if we get into this episode, might never end, buddy. But cutting short and getting to the point directly, she was beheaded on May 19th, 1536 by an impeccably skilled swordsman who was brought in from France especially for her. I mean, was her bones made out of iron? I mean, they really wanted to make sure that her head got separated from her body because any other less skilled swordsman would have left her head hanging halfway on her body. What the... Anyway. Well, after the execution, the king wanted her buried immediately without much delay. Her remains were wrapped in a piece of white cloth and brought to the nearby chapel of St. Peter at Vincula. But no one prepared even a coffin for her and the lady had to be shoved in an old wooden box that used to store bow staves as a make-do. But in all of this scenario, where exactly does her heart become the spotlight? Well, later in 1876, during church reparations, her remains were dug up and recognized as Anne Boleyn, then exhumed, reburied, and had her final resting place marked by a memorial tile bearing her coat of arms, her name, and title, and the year of her death. Many believe that the mystery to her missing heart was substantiated during this 1836 exhumation of Anne's remains. The workers said that they found a heart-shaped tin casket in the chancel wall of the church. The casket was full of black dust which was presumed to be the disintegrated remains of Anne Boleyn's heart. The casket was resealed and buried in the Lady Chapel vault beneath the organ. The burial spot is marked by a plague. But there are many different rumors and exactly where Anne's heart is, no one knows for sure. Predominantly, it is believed that her heart is buried in Suffolk. But the most convincing story among all the rumors is of her heart being buried in Cell, where she was born. According to an substantiated legend, after Anne's burial in the chapel of St. Peter at Vincula, her friends secretly exhumed her body and brought it back to Sal, her place of birth. She was then buried in the church, which had then been built by her paternal grandfather, Geoffrey Boleyn, at midnight so as to avoid rousing the suspicion of the villagers and a plain black stone was erected over Anne's supposed burial spot. This legend was mentioned as early as two weeks after Anne's death, allegedly by an eyewitness to these secret undertakings. This is indeed a curious tale, so much so that a version of the story was reported by Charles Dickens in 1848 in an article in Bentley's Miscellany. But it is not over yet, folks. Here is where it gets even more mysterious and tricky and rather a little eerie. It is claimed that Anne Boleyn's ghost 
can be seen wandering around the church on the anniversary of her execution. Even though this claim holds no substantial proof, I say, do you have it in you to be a daredevil and say hello to Miss Pauline, perhaps? I think it was a heavy dose today and I promise to keep it light for the next time. Nah, I was just kidding. I am going to be back before you say goosebumps with another thrilling story where I am going to tell you about your favorite subject, mathematics. <laughs> your minds are going to blow out like a water balloon when you will get to know how nature is all about mathematics, mainly numbers. It is time for me to calm the spirits inside my body with a good cheeseburger and I hope you have already made your plans for the next Halloween. I, your host Sony with an I, signing off. Traveling to She is produced with the cooperation of the student staff of WCUG Radio and the CSU Department of Communication. Thank you to Department Chair Dr. Dana Gibson and WCUG Faculty Advisor Dr. Bruce Getz. Engineer for this episode was Showeri Kawa. You can listen to our show and more online by searching for our call letters WCUG. I am your host Sony with an I and you guys have been listening to Traveling Tushy. <laughs>